Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel, and you're listening to the Nerd Coalition. Welcome to No Gimmicks Needed. Yes! 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 If you can survive, if I let you. You have to be the man! You gotta beat the man! Woo! The kids do dig that sucker. Do I have everybody's attention now? Yeah, I hear you, CM Punk. Welcome back to the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. A&D, and my co-host, not Dion Sands for Primetime. What's up, y'all? It's me, P-R-I-M-E. Yep, I'm coming back at y'all. Now, uh, to our other co-hosts, uh, the man and myth, the revolutionary, and the reality, depending on what subject we're talking about, Q-Fluff for the rookie is not here at the moment because my man, you know, they got my man out there stuck at work for a very, very long time when we recorded these on Sundays. So I, wanna, I always want to give a shout-out to him because I know he would have been on there, on here, if you know he had to deal with the BS, so but we are here. The show must still go on, and we, we're here. You know what? It's kind of been a a dull week in wrestling. To be honest with you, I don't I don't know about you, but I mean they've said certain things, but ain't nothing like you know earth shattering news that, uh, in wrestling this past week. But but we did find a couple things to talk about also. But uh, so make sure. Uh, if, you guys are new here, you know what I'm saying? Uh, make sure you check out spaceaffiliate.com. Spaceaffiliate.com, a production company we're a part of that has uh, different podcasts for different needs, especially, you know, out, out here in the Philadelphia area, supporting the black culture. So make sure you guys check that out. You guys should check out the content on there, the Lulu and Pop, Lulu and Pop Horror Show, both sides, and the Market Dark Show. Also, check out the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. Check out uh, the Turtle Tales about Culture and Beyond. Check out Nerdgasm Talk Podcast. Check out uh, Drunk Dogs Sober Tongues. All great content that Nerd Coalition has up there on uh, SpacesPhilly.com. So make sure it's your, it's your place for all podcasts and things like that. Make sure you guys check us out on all the podcast apps as well. Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. We're, we're almost everywhere. And check us out on YouTube Premium as well because you can also check out all that stuff and check us more out by go visiting the nerd, the real nerdcoalition.com. Once again, that's the real nerdcoalition.com. You guys can get your nerd coalition merch there. You can get your NC with the lightning bolt. You can get your NC retro because we got some retro stuff coming up for you guys. You guys can also get the uh, No Gimme Scene of Wrestling Podcast t shirts as well. And I want y'all to make sure y'all check out my main man, the Prime Nostalgia Podcast. Which, yeah, my man has been going hard. You want to just tell him real quick of who you I don't want to spoil it for them, 
about who you've been going hard with on your podcast? Yeah, this this one we did all that week, so we got a lot of members of all that on the show. We're a fan of all that. Uh, we got some OGs. We got some uh, other cast from season six. So yeah, just just come and enjoy the, enjoy the show. We got some special coming up next week. Oh yeah, I, I can't wait for any of them. Like I said, my door is always open to be on Prime Nostalgia Podcast. I like talking oh, about yeah. old things. I was on there before, but I'm saying, but uh, yeah. So make sure you guys keep checking that out. Keep supporting my man Primetime as well. So the Bills have gotten out the way, paid for it. I'm just sitting here like, well, what a quiet weekend wrestling. And I mean, obviously, there's going to be news regardless. But I'm just saying, but what a quiet weekend wrestling that this show may not be as long <laughs> this week. But something we do got to say though, uh, Book Booker T's back in this joint, man. So, I mean, you know, this is turning into the instead of Hulk Hogan, this is Booker T show. Uh oh, yes, yeah, so, they're clanging and banging, spinning Rudy in. <laughs> so, Booker T made a comment about Biggie and his singles run, and but Booker T made the comment that Biggie needs to change. Now, if anybody's seen SmackDown this past Friday, Biggie had his first singles match. First of all, I don't like how Corey Graves. And Michael Cole was acting like this is Biggie's first singles match ever, and I was just like, he's not in a tag uh, team. He he can't I, tag. I, I, out. I know what Booker T means. But... Yeah, he said he he can't tag out, and you know, said he's gonna try to try to find his first singles goal. I'm like, we not gonna front like Biggie was not the NXT champion. We not gonna front. Well, you know, they they you gotta forget. Remember what the NXT stuff? No, you gotta forget that he was ever a singles guy. You know, you gotta forget. You gotta forget Kofi was Jamaican. You yeah. gotta forget you think you're with uh Tyrus. I mean uh Rose Clay, you gotta forget all that. Yeah. I didn't want you to help. I mean, you're right. It's just like, oh my god. I'm like, this man was a whole intercontinental champion. So okay. Back when the belt was white. So, you know, um fine. But anyway, so he says that he needs to change. Now, when he can't have the match with the Miz, Biggie does take time like to roll down the ramp. I thought it was funny, but however, when people make these kind of things like that, I'm like, okay, I, I uh, kind of see what you're talking about here. So he made a comment. So then Xavier Woods uh, tweeted back to Booker T and said that, hey, you know, we've been doing this, you know, f- uh, for this long without anybody telling us how to do it and anything like that. So uh, kind of like his little his little rebuttal. I'm just saying stuff off the top of my head. I don't have verbatim of what he said. But however, in this comment, I actually, uh, uh, unlike how kind of toned up Booker T came off last time, talking about Naomi last week, this time, I think he, he got a point. Yeah, I mean, uh, I understand too what he meant. I, I don't know if I'm just trying to understanding and I try to understand first before I rebuttal. Because most people, they just be just straight out to say, no, you're wrong, and you suck, or something, out the, out the gate. Yeah, I mean, like, so. it, that, that, that's the, we are at that point in the country now where, where people say, have these kind of conversations. Well, that's the point. you got to sit down and go in with a clear head and try to have these conversations. And sometimes, you, instead of just jumping all over the person, you got to actually sit back and see what he's talking about. And I mean, like, now... I don't think he's saying anything, you know, bad against Big E, but there are some things that if Big E wants to become a world, like world champion, like Kofi was, which he has that potential to be that. Okay. But 
you know, the uh, some of the New Day stuff has to go. Yeah. You don't have to break up the New Day, but some of the New Day stuff has to go. And it's kind of like when Kofi was WWE Champion. And I'm like, I don't want to see Kofi t- toss pancakes into the audience as champion, especially after he got like his ass beat by Randy Orton, or you know what I'm saying, or he got his ass beat by Samoa Joe. Like when 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 it's time to be serious and to go after the championship, you you can't be somebody who's the new day and just become champion. I mean, there, there has to be a demeanor, and Big E had that demeanor when he had that five count everything going with NXT. And I felt as though that Booker T saying something like that, I mean, that, that, that's something that could really benefit Big E. And I'm like, okay, he had a serious part in that matchup, but I don't need him doing the whole abdominal stretch, slapping men's asses, you know what I'm saying, yeah. as trying to be or world champion. Before you do it. Yeah, look at the before you do it. It, exactly. Or, you know, as he about to do the big splash, you know, gyrating and stuff like that. That's part of the that's the part of the new day gimmick. I get that, but the thing is, you you to, to step up to step up step up to that next level. You know, what I'm saying. Uh, oh, you saying it kind of don't seem like he's like not serious, but like don't give him an edge, like a mean street edge when he does it. Yeah, like I mean, there has to be some kind of serious contention to like. There has to be some consequences. To you know, like okay, for example, if I'm booking Big E as a singles guy now, right? Mm-hmm. Is it funny to see him roll down the stage? Sure, as the new day, but there's no Kofi, there's no Woods, okay. And even when they were, I, I like them doing that kind of stuff when they were heels, okay. Uh. Now, when it comes to face stuff from New Day, this this is the thing I'm talking about. You shouldn't, first of all, you should be upset because one, we lost the tag team championships, and your partner went through two tables. Two tables. Okay, so basically, you could not help them keep up the win the, the tag team championships. You should already have a chip on your shoulder. And I understand, I you know. Mean, actually, well, actually, I got a rebuttal for that. Okay. He was mad. <laughs> and then Kofi was like, ah, don't worry about it. Okay, yeah. Well, that's he was cool. like, we, we got to get them titles back. Kofi was like, don't worry about it. Yeah, okay, yeah. So, so that's what they can say for a rebuttal. You know, fair enough. That's what, Kofi did say that. Fair enough. And then, then after that, it's just like, okay, well, he said, yo, go be a single star. I would book him to the point where it's like, okay, I'm coming out here and. I'm going. I'm going. You know, try try to do my best as a, as a single star, but have have a have a goal. Say like, yo, man, I want AJ Styles. I, I I want to see like AJ Styles versus Big E at SummerSlam. You know, actually, if I'm being honest, I want have Big E lose and learn from his losses. Maybe that's just me. Cause like they build a character the same way every single time. Just have a win, 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 win. I think just for Big E because he's a part of a tag team and he's coming out of a tag team I think they should have him lose because he does he overdoes moves or he does the moves that he knows that Kofi he can tag out easy like I, you know I agree with that yeah he'll go for like the shoulder tackle and then they'll knit like 
now miss and he get the time up and he get rolled up or something and then he'll learn next week he don't go for the shoulder tackle you know like he'll learn every week that's what something I would, I would like him to do now, so he learns like not relearns to be a single star but learns like you know like it's not gonna be tagging in and out I don't know I don't know if I want to explain this right. No, uh, well, the, uh, the only thing is um, that that is great storytelling for for the long term. I, first of all, like I said, I don't know how long Kobe won't be out because it, it, it was said by the, the WWE that they were giving super, some superstars time to be with their family with the Rona. And yeah. Kofi was one to elect that. I'm going to go be home with with uh with my family so they did the injury angle he's not really injured so six weeks is about <laughs> did you really just have to explain <laughs> yeah well I, I, I really didn't have to I'm just saying but yeah uh he's not really injured <laughs> and I, I'm just like okay well fine so six weeks six eight six maybe even eight weeks I'm like okay I don't know what kind of push people think that he gonna probably get in six weeks because I, even COVID may be out there longer than that. But it's like, I don't want him to get like a little mini push and then all of a sudden when Kofi come back, because Kofi will be back before Xavier Woods will be, to the point where it's just like, hey, let's go back to this being the new day. No, give him this give him this run. And like you said, him losing, I thought he was going to lose to the Miz. I thought he was going to lose to the Miz because that, that way you can have somebody trigger something that somebody does, yo, dude, you're not in the new day no more. The New Day's not here right now. You got to take this thing seriously. And plus, the Miz was just literally fighting for the title last month. Yeah. Like, you got to take this thing seriously. Like, m- make it so that the the uh, the big ending's not working. You take two to three weeks of him trying to put somebody away with the big ending, and it don't work. Because it's not the midnight hour. It's not the up, up, down, down. So, it's like, okay... Let me try the stretch muffler. Give me a a a, a, a crazy look of submission because that's what is is that what the uh, Brock Lock used to be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That submission looks awesome as hell to me, especially if you do it right away. Biggie was doing it was cool, and I'm like, okay, but we did nothing to work up to that submission move. That, that's just one thing. I don't, one thing that they could do when they when they have somebody that's in the team though. It's mm. like. You know, Biggie, of course, had the beginning. He had a career before, but now he's been in the team five years, over five years. So I think that should just have him learn. Not learn again, but, you know, like, get those intangibles back of being on his own. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, had that kind of good storytelling because he now, if you keep giving oh, him... Oh, I forgot. I'm sorry. Yep, there's that word when again. When you're in WWE, it's storytelling the same. So yep, there, there, there's that word again. Might as well start recording all over again. <laughs> <clears throat> no, but still, I'm just like, look, if that's the case, I'm like, man, y'all, y'all can have him lose build up to it, and it'll be, it'll be a, a, a better, a, a better story. And especially when it comes to like winning any kind of champion, that he can still be a singles guy, and then you can have Kofi and Xavier do the tag team thing, just like uh, Xavier and Big E did the tag team thing when Kofi was a champion. You can you can do that, and I'm like okay. There's just nothing wrong with rotating, and then Woods can have his shot at now. Now Woods ain't to me is not going anything past Intercontinental Champion, you know. But, yeah, I would see he could be a good uh, U.S. Champion. I can see him being a good 
Example of the of like Kofi and Biggie combined with with the power and, and speed, but uh, mm-hmm. he's he, he he's the average guy. So I I see I see him make hard at best, but you know I don't see you know like a world champion in his future. But yeah, however, that is not a downgrade or anything. That's, that's still a good thing. Though. It's, 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 still, it's, cool. it's still a great thing. It's just like if, some if, people get on the show, or some people when they get on the show, it's like two minute matches. So. He's, he's, he got he got a lot of potential. Yeah, it's it, it, exactly. So so that that that's what <clears throat> that's why I think you know it's best that it, it'll probably be it. But yes, I I I don't I do agree with what Booker T's saying. Like you know you don't have to you, you you're not part of your day, but you don't have to have the same new day entrance. You don't have to have the same new day answers. You don't have to be that damn silly all the time. And it's just like, well, just Big E from the New Days doing a run. Like, you can bring back Big E Langston. He don't have to be Big E Langston, obviously. But like I said, you can bring back the hand powder. You can bring back the five count. You can bring back something that makes him look very aggressive instead of him. Like, I don't need him winning any kind of championship and licking it. You know what I'm saying? I don't need that. Like, be serious for me. Same thing with Kofi. There's the certain things. Like, there were certain moments in his championship run. I'm just like... This requires you to be pissed off, and a lot of people were by, by the tail end of his championship run were kind of over it. They were over the Kofi Mania thing. They, they were over that thing because I, there were some things I was like, okay, you, you're not taking this shit seriously at all, and you, you're not mad about when, when certain things happen. You know what I'm saying? Uh, there's there, there's some things in the few of Randy Orton that he should have been pissed off about. There should have been some things yeah. after he lost to Brock and they said he should have been pissed off about. He was like, huh, I didn't lose it in eight seconds. Uh, I lost it in six, you dummy. I was like, what? Uh, I, and I was like, I gotta go back and watch the tape. What you gotta watch? You got F5 the end. That's a self, that's a, that's a gift. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you don't need to watch no tape. I'm just like, so then when it's like he just said, but they booked him not to care. I was like, how do you get behind somebody who don't care? When Stone Cold lost the belt, all Stone Cold wanted back was his belt. Y- yes or no? And once again, that, when, hey, that's all he wanted. Though. Like, he tried every week to get that belt back. Is, did that add to there? Now, if you talk about oh, something. Yeah. Let's go ruthless aggression. When Cena lost his belt, Cena wanted his belt back. Now you you may put the argument, well, WWE doesn't do automatic rematches anymore. Even if they don't do automatic rematches, there's still opportunities for guys to get championships. And the thing, and, and championship opportunities, they they may have a small battle royal, they may have a tournament. You you should be the first one to be like, I'm going to enter that tournament because I want my belt back. I may not get an automatic rematch, but if I got an opportunity, why not take the opportunity to get your belt back? Yeah, that's true. That, I think when they did it with Stone Cold, and he tried to get his belt back, I think the only the only reason he like 
wasn't worried about the belt is if somebody attacked him from behind. Now his his uh, thing is from beating this person up. After he beat this person up, then he goes for the belt again. So is it? I, I yeah, I mean, Stone Cold got sidetracked, but he always came back to the goal. And, yeah, and, but his sidetracks weren't that he just wasn't focused on the belt. It was because somebody did something to him, and he wants to get them back. Exactly. And he gets them back, he's back on the but, but but that's how a lot of people were built back in the day. And I ain't just talking about attitude. Even in, in ruthless aggression and stuff like that. That's how. Remember that we had the whole silly 2006 DX thing, right? Mm-hmm. And then Triple H got injured, so Sean was just like, "My time to shine." I took Cena. I, I took Cena to an hour match on Raw. Cena's not a better wrestler than I am. Sean wanted the belt. What happened? He lost at WrestleMania, and he like, nah, you got lucky. He, he coming back. He kept wanting to keep winning that belt. Like it, it wasn't, or the same thing with the Undertaker feud from 2009-2010. The whole thing was just like, look, even I'm doing this little DX crap, but I'm just. But let me let you know something. I came this close to beating you. I want that match, and for like months, Shawn Michaels went after the Undertaker in any kind of way he could to make sure he had that match. That right there is like, and that was the PG era. That was the PG era. So why is it that Kofi loses his championship and he don't care? So if Big E is playing around and being stupid, how's he going to, you know, how are you going to have people take him seriously going up against AJ Styles for, for, for like the... The Intercontinental Championship. And if he wins the Intercontinental Championship, and it's just like if he loses and doesn't care, like you, you should care about that. Kofi never went back to getting the WWE Championship again. He even attempted, other than being because you know why he's in the world. I'm going to get the world. I'm a spot. But other than that, he did nothing. To, he didn't enter into no tournaments. He did no, no money in the banks. He did nothing to say I want my belt back. Still ain't. Is that and so I I you got to take a different approach with Big E. You have to. But you know, like I said, you don't want to say this all day. So moving on, let's move on to your boy Lucef Bucia Lucef Machka. So Rusev came out and uh, said that he um, doesn't want he he's done with the, the professional wrestling. I don't, I don't know if that's true or not. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, but right now... I don't now, know if he's done or is he just trying to throw people off his head. I mean, uh, he probably can, but then he said he wanted to be a Twitch, a YouTube content creator. Like Did, I said, he probably throwing people <laughs> off his head. And um, w- w- then he started... He, he started... He, he'd been... Putting stuff on YouTube. Okay, wait, wait. Have, have you seen his YouTube and his Twitches, his Twitch streams? No, I, I have not seen any of his Twitch, uh, Twitch streams. Lana, Lana be annoying him all day, every day. That man don't want to stay in the house all day. <laughs> <laughs> you look at him every thirty minutes. She coming in, hi, and all that. Oh, he don't want to stay there with her. That is not what he wants to do. Hmm. Well. Uh, I, I probably, I mean, I, I see some of his YouTube stuff, and I mean, like, but I don't know what he does. Does he do, does he do gaming on Twitch? Because mostly the stuff is on. Yeah, gaming. Yeah. He does what? Gaming. Yeah, gaming. Most, most people, most people mostly use Twitch for anyways, gaming. 
So, uh, but then he gets banned from Twitch. Yeah, I, I forgot what he got there for. So I, I the, the speculation is that he got he, he was suspended because uh, him and Lana were filming near a pool and she had a bikini on. And yeah, that's that's all he wears in the streams. Yeah, but I, I I for some reason I guess they thought that was too much and that it violated the the uh, the, the, the Twitch community guidelines. Yeah, because uh, Army, yeah. <laughs> Army got banned. Well, 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 <laughs> Homegirl was doing. They was doing a lot. They was doing a lot worse than what Lana and Rusev was well, doing. That is right. But they got the whole Impact Channel blocked. <laughs> <laughs> they was that's, blocked that's for a minute, thing. and they, they was just like, "Yo, bro, this is our livelihood. You messed this whole thing up." Such an RVD thing to do. It is because he's the whole effing show. So, with that being said, <clears throat> he said, I was too sexy for Twitch. I learned my lesson. See y'all tomorrow, he wrote, indicating that this is a temporary ban, obviously. So, uh, I think he's, I think he's been back on there, but yeah, he's been putting stuff up on Twitch and YouTube. And he, Rusev is a very entertaining guy. Yeah. He's a very entertaining guy. So, I mean, if you have not seen, Rusev and stuff like that. I mean, he's a he's a very very well entertaining guy. So the question is, if he really feels as though like he's done with wrestling and he wants to, you know, be a content creator, I mean, fuck it. Why not? I don't got no problem with it. I just don't feel. I, I don't. I don't believe it. I, I, I gotta. I gotta have some some evidence to say that he ain't. I mean, I, I agree. I know he don't want to. First of all, he, he, he got that new ball haircut now. Yeah, look, look. yeah, uh, yeah looking looking very, very much like uh, to the point where I was like, I, I, I think I'm, I think I'm trying to start a Twitch uh, account myself. To be honest with you, oh, okay. I, I was thinking about it. I said that's something Nerd Coalition was uh, thinking about trying to do. You know what I'm saying? So, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll see how that we'll see how that goes. But uh, yeah, so it was just something that they came up in something a little quick that I wanted to bring up in the news and everything like that. Something else also is have you have you been on Disney Plus lately? I actually just got off of Disney Plus. Really? Did you see uh, Beyonce's uh, new uh, Black King that she has on there? Black is King. I have not seen that, but <clears throat> I didn't see a photo. It is, yeah. Um, first of all, people are praising it. Like I said, I don't know what it is. Cause I have not seen it yet because I plan on watching it and reviewing it for the Nerdgast and Talk Pockets for, for, for the movie experience. So make sure you stay tuned for that next week because I didn't get no movies in this past weekend. But um, I heard people been saying uh, it's a masterpiece. I heard people say it's better than the 2019 Lion King remake. So I, I just heard it. I, I have not seen anything from it. But I've heard that they are lines that she says from Lion King Genders. You say wait, it's I don't what? know if that's true or not. I heard that she said the lines that she says are Lion King are saying this too. I don't know how true that is, but that's what I've heard. Uh huh. <clears throat> but the way it looks like it is, it looks, looks like it's a visual album. It looks like oh, it's it, oh. lo- it looks like it's like okay. Remember the movie Moonwalker? Yes. Yes, I mean. <laughs> I love Moonwalker. I, I still watch that to this day. I actually watched it. I actually watched it yesterday. Believe it or not, 
And uh, so this is supposed to be uh, similar to kind of like Moonwalker, where it was just like a bunch of tributes to Michael Jackson. And, you know, he he, did, he he went over all his songs, and then finally you had a couple of music videos, and you had the long skit leading up to Smooth Criminal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is which was a badass video, so, because he's bad. But, I remember the whole, like, the whole, like, back, I don't know what you call it, the whole thing was just, like, amazing. What are you talking about, Black King or Moonwalker? The whole backstory, no, the Moonwalker. Yes, exactly. We're not, we're not talking about that right now. Yeah, so, but now, the reason why I bring this up is because I'm not doing a review on it, is because there's a scene in the movie where I looked at it, and I, I looked at the picture, not, not at the scene in the movie, I still didn't see it yet, and I was just like, wait a minute, ain't that Bianca Belair? That's what I said, and I was just like, wait a minute, Bianca Belair has been gone this whole time, and she's been working with Beyonce? Come up because I was like, Why has Bianca Belair been on TV? And you know what I found out? What did you find out? That's not Bianca Belair, that's Beyonce. Now, if y'all looking at the snippet on YouTube, I got the picture of Bianca Belair and Beyonce. That is the Bianca Belair look. Now, my wife was telling me somebody in Beyonce's camp. Watches wrestling. Yeah, gotta be. And you know Bianca Belair, she makes all her clothes. Yeah. And she yeah, makes yeah. Montez, and she makes the street prop and stuff. All she does all that stuff. I, don't, I think we make their special gear, not their original gear, but like pay-per-view gear or something. Okay, yeah, she makes all that stuff, and she comes out a lot of times with like Black History stuff and and uh to her culture and very elaborate stuff. When she's at a takeover or a pay-per-view and stuff like that. But yeah, she makes her own gear. And I'm like, yo, hold, hold, hold up. Dude, whoever did that looking for Beyonce, bruh, that can't be a coincidence because how close of it it is. Mm-hmm. Now, you got people that probably don't even now, watch it. Re- I'm listening. I'll, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. <clears throat> I don't know if that's uh, something that they Attire or anything like that. I don't know the breed and the tape. I don't know if that fair. That's what Bianca inspired it from. So we don't even know that. Well, look. Before people kind of jump down our throat with this Bianca. Okay. I'm about to say first off, I want to say this right now. I'm not blaming Beyonce. I'm not out there talking about some. She stole Bianca Belair's look. I'm not out here attacking the Beehive because they sting. I'm not doing anything of that nature. What all I'm just saying is it's so amazing that these two women look exactly the same to the point where I thought it was the other woman. Mm-hmm. And like I said, uh, a lot of people who probably watch Black is King probably never well, don't watch wrestling. I also have to be hard to watch wrestling, but it just looks like somebody in her can. Now, once again, you may have a point that that, that, that may be in, in uh, an Arabic Egyptian style design or look that, that you know was created in history to the point where both women just borrowed the look. You know? But if it's the case where it's like, hey, uh that look is something that Bianca Belair did and and one of the people say, like, yo, Beyonce, I, I seen some, try it out. I'm not even blaming Beyonce for any of this because I doubt she watches wrestling. So yeah. but uh 
That's crazy to me. Oh yeah, hey. Never stop. Oh yes. Hey yo B. Yo man, yo, yo, come check this out. Yo, she rocking your style, B. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yo, I'm just, I'm just saying. You know, it's I, I, I just thought because we are less wrestling. I just want to bring it to some people's attention. But like I said. Go check out Black is King. I heard it was great. I heard watching this weekend and reviewing it. It's just that, she, you know, for the wrestling fans out there, some, some wrestling fans pointed out and said, this looks very, very familiar. And said, so, hey, you, you never know. Beyonce may give Bianca Belair a call, but like, yo, hey, um, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, we cool. C- c- come work for Beyonce. Yeah, take that money. She might, all right, Vince. Uh, I'm about to say if if you ain't put me on TV, I mean like every time I'm home, I'll be like, "Do you got something for me to do?" I'll be go work with Beyonce. Nah, nah, she can't even tell Vince. You know he gonna be like, "You working with Beyonce? You're fired." Or I'm not gonna, <coughs> I'm not gonna put you on TV or something. He gonna say something terrible. Do you think Vince would be that petty for her working with me? Probably. Never mind. This is just, yeah, I about to say I just said probably, probably. You know, no, no, Vince already. Um. Also, uh, this is going to be quick news for real. The Bellas had their babies. Yeah, at the same time, the, at the same day. The, 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 the same. The Bellas had their babies on on, on the same day or one day apart, whatever like that. Isn't that ironic? And I was like, okay, so Daniel Bryan got a rich man's family, got a son and a daughter, mm-hmm. and um. Nikki, which is why I, I, I was totally forgetting that he was having a baby. That's why he hasn't been on TV. I, that totally slipped my mind. Yeah, he, he, he had a baby, so he ha- having his son, and then also now Nikki Bella got a son. And uh, Nikki Bella just wanted the family so bad, so she finally got it. Yeah, and, she, uh, she was begging John Cena for a family. And every time he's like, nope. Uh, my man didn't even think twice about it. He's like, all right, Nicole, we'll talk about this later. Nope. <laughs> and I was like, uh, play, play the shit out of her. But like I said, ain't really much noteworthy news other than to say that. But uh, uh, to move on, did you hear, because I was about to ask you if you know about this car. The New Japan Pro Wrestling has a, uh, a, a car called Summer Struggle. Summer struggle. I've been hearing about New Japan. I'm not checked out any news of New Japan. See if you can pull this up because it's supposed to come out uh, August 6th, which is actually uh, on Wednesday, I believe. Um, <clears throat> and they have uh, the full card announced, and I was going to go over the card, but you know how I am with names. No. <laughs> <laughs> You know how I am with names, so you I may need you to pull up this summer struggle card for New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, it happened already, right? No, it's supposed oh. to be happening on Friday, August sixth. Which okay, I okay. Da- I don't know if that's Friday's date because um uh by the time recording on Sunday. Probably. But I'm saying but on that's Mondays that. it's the third, the fourth is Tuesday, the fifth is Wednesday, the sixth is third, so probably it's supposed to be August seventh, I think. Oh wait, the six for us is is there? It's like your day early. Oh, got you. Okay. Uh, got you, yeah, man. This is time frame. Yeah. 
I'm looking for uh, Summer Struggle. And so mm-hmm. all, all I'm finding is things that I already had from Summer Struggle from a couple of days ago. Yeah, I'm reading this on WrestlingInc.com. I typed in wrestling news on in the Google, and this came up because uh, there's a lot of because they got a never open way six man tag team title that, tournament to crown new champ. That, that, that sounds like new champ. Never open way. Yeah. yeah, never open way. God. Yeah, that, that, that's the belt that uh, that's, that's like they when they don't want to put you as a world champion, so they just put you at that. <laughs> Oh wow! Okay. Uh, by the way, John Moxley is the longest reigning New Japan U.S. champion ever. Which I, I forgot he had the belt. To be honest with you. Oh snap! He still got the belt, don't he? Yes. What? Damn! <laughs> wow. When when are we going to take that off? I'm just saying. I guess not. Uh, whenever he can make it to Japan, I'm surprised they stripped him. Because they stripped him last time he had the belt. They took it from him because he. Uh, that's when he had his, his, uh, what do you call it? His, I don't know what you call it. You know, his, his, uh, thing, his elbow. Oh, yeah, his staff, staff his staff infection. Yeah, staff infection. You say you're a wrestle I cannot find, why can I, why can I not find this? I, I of course, because for some reason they want me to mention these names, and I just know I can't mention these names. Like, uh, uh, let's see. For this oh, never open oh, way six man tag team tournament, we got oh, Shino Taki Taki S H I A G O T A Shingo Shingo. Okay, T A K A G I Takagi Shingo Takagi uh, Sanada. And Bushi. Sonata. Sonata. Sonata and, and Bushi. Yeah. Okay, versus uh, Mario Suzuki. <laughs> Minoru. Minoru Suzuki. El Desperado. Desperado. El Desperado. Yep. Okay. And uh, <laughs> Doki. D O U K I. Doku. Doku. Doki. Doki. I, I had it. Okay, I had that one right. So yeah, that's the that's the open six man tag team title tournament match they have. Yeah, this is basically gonna be like a, a bunch of tag matches. Uh, when, uh so yeah. Yeah, cause it, it's, it's the next one for the tournament. They got uh, uh Okada. I mean, we'll say the first name. Nah, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Toro. Uh. Yano. Uh, Toriano. Toriano. Uh, I don't want to mess that name up. That's a bad thing. I know. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And Shao. Yep. S H O. Shao. Shao. Okay. Versus uh, Yaku uh, Tanahashi. Okay. Okay. I'm looking at this. I'm looking at this list. The saviors here. This list is saying Yano, Sho, and Okada. Versus Bush, Abushi, Takahashi, and Water. Is that the same list that you're looking at? I mean, forgive me. Okada, Yano, and Sho are going against Jado, Jado, and uh, the Pimp. Takahashi. Right? 
Right? Okay. Yeah. They're, they're, okay. Alright, I know what you're talking about. They, okay, okay. We're on the same screen now. Okay. Okay. Whoo, thank God. Alright. <laughs> so, like JR out here. What the hell you want me to do? <laughs> well, yeah. Nah, Abushi, Tanahashi, and, uh, Ubuntu. And, uh, they're gonna get Zach. Save the, no, no, no. Say the whole uh, name. Zach Sabre Jr. Zach Sabre Jr. Versus Tai Chi. I mean, and Tai Chi. And K-Mono. Oh, God. I don't know who that is. I legit don't know who that is. Okay. It looks like he's going to be retired. And he's coming back out of the time. Like, uh, they got Sonata, Takagi, and Bushi, like you said earlier. Mm-hmm. And Serato Suzuki, Doku, like you said earlier. Uh, they got Ishii. Goto or Haroku, Haroku Goto and Yoshihashi, which y'all should know. Uh, Homa Makabe. Is that Yoshitaka? Um, from no, 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 no. Oh. Yoshitatsu is uh Tosh. Uh, uh, I forget. I forget what's that, but what it is it, it, similar to Yoshitatsu. Yes. Okay. Uh, he didn't break his neck though recently. So. Oh. Yeah. Man, it seems like he breaks his neck every year. <laughs> that's not funny. It's not, but it's just the same. Like it seems like he breaks his neck every year. And PJ Black, aka Gabriel, uh, Justin Gabriel, break his legs every year. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Now this never open weight six man titles. So yeah. Uh, honestly, I don't know why. Okay, so. Zach Sabre Jr., so like I said, full name, mm-hmm. Ishii, and Minoru Suzuki used to have these championships. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I guess they they didn't split up, but, like, their group is not as whole as they used to be. So, they kind of don't, you know, they kind of separate them a little bit. No, oh, okay. That makes any sense to the people. Mm. But, yeah, so, yeah. There's a lot of things going on. Uh, Naito, I'm assuming, is trying to get his championship back at any time now. Well, his championships, you know, both belts. Uh, so yeah, Evil is, uh, like I said, New Japan wants y'all to know that Evil has taken over the world. And he's Intercontinental Champion and World Champion. So, take that. Hmm. And they do have some good matches on this card. Especially for the, and they have a New Japan Cup coming up as well. So, if y'all are a fan of New Japan, y'all will enjoy the New Japan Cup. Oh, wow. So, you have any interest, interest in saying it? I mean, um... Oh, okay, I can say some of the matchups. Yeah, Jeff Cobb versus Tonga Loa, which is the, the other uh, Gorillas of Destiny. Uh, Brody King versus Tamatanga, which I think this is Tamatanga's time to get a push, but that's just me. David mm. Finley, which is Finley's son, yeah. and uh, Chase Owens, which is, in my opinion, garbage, but I don't know why he's still around. Uh, Carl Fredericks and Kenta. Uh, and this one to me, I would say this goes down to Kenta and, uh, Kenta and Tamatanga, in my opinion, but they can't fight because they're both in the Bullet Club. So 
Mm. Maybe we'll see. Maybe it'll be like Jeff Cobb and Tom Tonga. Maybe. That's something. Oh, okay. Like, I, I, it was something that came up that I figured uh, I was like, you know, let's go. I want to go over Carl because I know you probably go check out all the, the, the New Japan stuff. I check out New Japan stuff from here and there. Like, I, I watched the big shows I watch is Dominion, Wrestle Kingdom, and, um, and, uh, Power Struggle. Those are usually the shows I usually watch, like, every year. And then if it's a big card enough, I did not watch something else. Like, all the shows Jericho was on, I watched them. And, uh, when, oh my god, when they had, they had like a pay-per-view a couple months ago, in the beginning of the year, I watched that after, after, uh, Wrestle Kingdom, they had another pay-per-view I watched, and I enjoyed it. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I saw the New Japan news that I seen so far. Okay, well, I have some actual, believe it or not, interesting news that was just sent to me. Okay, and I, I'm uh, I'm trying to pull it up right now, and I want to get your opinion on it because uh, Amber Moon said something, and you know, I miss oh, my little man. thickness. I miss my little thickness. Ow. I, I haven't been hearing good things about Emma Moon lately. Not about like what she's been doing, but like people have not been talking good about her. Yo, what has been happening with Emma Moon? You gotta let me know some backstory if I read this thing out. Nah, you know, she basically she was just taking up a booker, and all the people was like, "Well, you trash anyway." <laughs> basically, that's basically what happened. Well, I know she go take up for Booker T because Booker T is her trainer. Yeah, and she she was on that reality of wrestling, like you. So she owes a lot to Booker T. Yeah, she was on the original reality wrestling when Wanda was still there. Exactly. So, so I mean, you know, there's a I I I gotta say her taking Booker T's side, but once again, people, you, you gonna just jump down and man throw. Like I said, I did say Booker T was tone deaf last week with the whole Naomi yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah and I'm just saying, huh? I was gonna say, is this you talking about the Amber Moon news with um? Uh, what she said about Sasha, right? Sasha and Bailey, yeah. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. So, like I said, I don't know what, what side of Moon be on these days, but I do know this. And she's sitting at home and she made this comment, and I want to get your opinions on it. Uh, Aaron Moon says, Why do we need two double champions? Is SummerSlam going to be like low key evolution with Sasha and Bailey wrestling for their singles titles and also for the tag titles? Is that a thing? Are we just uh, reliving Triple H and Steve Austin two man power trip? I gotta touch off right there. Okay. They not. They are not reliving uh, the Austin and Triple H. They are reliving Kurt Angle and Samoa Joe from TNA. We got all five belts. Yeah, that was that was some deep. TNA was yeah. They drew. They drew on that one. Uh, from two thousand one, Sasha, Sasha and Bailey have done a great job with a limited roster, but there are too many people sitting at home to tie up all the titles with two people. Do you agree? Uh, I agree to a point. Uh Uh-huh. Like, the storyline that they're on makes sense for them to have the titles. But the people that sit at home, think about it. Who... I'm not, I'm not talking about people that's, you know, with their family and stuff. People that's been there. 
people that's been there, Peyton Royce and Billy Kay, you really think uh, Peyton Royce and Billy Kay should be the champions right now? Mm-hmm. Or uh, Dana Brooke, Carmella, any of them? You know. Mm. I don't understand if it was like, no, I mean, I, I don't understand because like, I don't, I don't see Lacey Evans, I don't see n- none of them becoming no, you know, tag yeah. champ because you know they're going to save Sasha Baylor for the main chips anyway. Sasha, I mean, uh, Charlotte's going and Becky is going. Look, I mean, Oscar, uh huh. Actually, Oscar, they should, they should, they should have kept it on Oscar. Or at least gave it back to her by now, but you know. Well, here, here, uh, I, I, yeah, I you understand know that they're building up to a story because obviously yes, this, 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 this is a story between uh, Bailey and Sasha, and obviously Sasha ain't gonna have that, that woman's belt long. But the, yeah. I, I believe this is for, for the eventual match at WrestleMania between Bailey and Sasha because they want that match to have people. They yeah. want that, that now. Once again, I don't know. WrestleMania, I'm like, I don't mean to get my hopes down. WrestleMania 31, 37, is not going to have ninety thousand people. There's no way. It is if they say it is. It's it gonna have like two people uh, in there. You can see all the MCs and they're gonna be like, "This is not ninety thousand people." people it, that that would be funny, but that that's not what's gonna happen. That's not what's gonna happen at all. We may they may have a, a show where they can bring like legit fans, maybe even a thousand, just 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 to have some fans in there. But oh, I'm telling you right I think now, if they do it in an arena, it can be over a thousand sitting six feet apart. It, it it all depends what the world is looking like in yeah. April of next year. But once again, yeah. as of right now, oh, oh with, with things climb back up, so even though look, let's be fair, we're only in August, okay. And there have been things when this thing first dropped, things have changed from March to May. Drastically, believe it or not. They they have changed. Things can change from April to I mean from August to October. October to December. And even up until April. They uh so many things could change. But I don't think it's gonna be no no, no there, there's gonna be that, that 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 you're in the vaccine territory, but even still, with, with that, that's what they want. That they want that match for. So I understand the storyline, but I understand what everyone was trying to say, saying that look, you, you got so many women that sitting that's sitting at home, or they say that they don't, they, they, they don't have no need for them. And the problem with that is they don't. They got all all the women's belts on Bailey and Sasha right now. They yes. they don't, but they don't do a good job at. Building up anybody credible yeah. for these yeah. championships, like, they, that's, like what I, that's what I was saying. Because like, I kind of they had a point when they first came back, they could have gave them the titles and, and, and made them relevant again, but they didn't do that. They just made them keep losing and losing and losing. And even still, you don't need the championships to have good storylines for these women. You just gotta you wow. got you gotta have them do something. And like I said, it ain't always about it's always always about the championship. You need to be able to do something, and but the, the way that they're booking their women, Bianca Belair should should have been wrestling on TV. Ruby Riot yeah. should have been yeah. wrestling and not be losing these these Liv dumbass Morgan. matches. Don't know where Liv yeah. Morgan is at. Then uh, you got like I said, I don't, they they, they will start up with the tire. They done dropped that off really quickly. Yeah, because they can't. It was the tire and Lana. You know, Lana can't. 
Exactly. Then, uh, you know, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville finally got like their their rivalry started back up on SmackDown this past Friday. But yeah, Mandy Rose was going. I think I think just for they sent so many people home from the virus that it just it's know, hard to do. Yeah, it's the people that they was using the most is the people who they sent home. I feel like. Yeah, I, I, I still I still even know where Dana Brooke is at. Like, where's Dana Brooke? Where's Carmella? Well, well, we'll miss them, but not they not needed right now. I don't think yeah, at the current moment in time. Yeah, you were. And by the way, Snoop Dogg did give a shout out to Sasha Banks for winning championships. Oh, uh, she probably said she probably texted me saying, "Hey, put this on your IG." Oh, so damn, he he can't even legit want to just take his cousin. I mean, I, well, sure. I guess I guess so. I'm just a person that like I'm not gonna try to do it for social media for attention. I'll just text her in private because I have her number. I would say congratulations, not congratulations to my Twitter. This is Sasha Banks, my cousin. Uh huh. <laughs> well, that's probably just me. Um, speaking of don't giving a shit about the women, did you hear what Bully Ray said about Kyrie Zane? Oh, God. <laughs> what did he say? I did not hear this. So, uh, Bully Ray was was talking about the tweet that Kyrie Zane uh, gave out to all her fans after she was written off raw. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, <laughs> That's what you want to call it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She went murder on raw. That's what they seen. They they, they, they barely killed her. She went back and she was unresponsive. Hey, Oscar, if you don't come back here, I'm gonna kill her, and you're gonna lose your championship. You're gonna win your championship. You're gonna lose your friend. Yeah. And Oscar went back there. She killed her anyway. She had the same problem. Same killed her anyway. Exactly. But I mean, remember when Voldemort, you know, had the chair, had, had Jericho trapped in in, in, in oh, the garage man. gate. Hey, we can't talk about. We can't talk about killing this bring up the word. <laughs> and then, and then he, uh, he hits him in the head with a steel chair and the blood comes from Jericho's mouth. That right there is like, yo, that's murder, okay? That, 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 that look, not, not slam her head, but like, ah, Scott! Like, okay, come on, stop, stop. And then, and then all of a sudden she get back there, she just dead. I'm like, what? <laughs> so, but anyway, uh, she sent out, uh, Kyrie Zane has sent out a tweet you know, thinking the fans ain't that bad. You know, you just going to die. <laughs> he died like three times. First week he died, and they was like, oh, people actually like that. Hey, well, yeah. let's kill him again. <laughs> but you know what? The, the, the thing about Matt Hardy was Matt Hardy died pathetic. It's like, I, I can't think of them TV shows like you know when he got somebody got the the, the leg cast on got got that the neck brace and you struggle to the ring no you about to get your ass kicked and radio just like let me put you out your misery bro he just it's like I'd rather Matt Hardy do the I'm stronger than death thing and die that way but no it it just straight embarrassed Matt but that's something different yeah you want so you want him to have a rebellion like no you don't have to kill me nah he was <laughs> and just and just my friend and and. And we had so many moments together. Just yeah. concerto. So, concerto, well, concerto, and then concerto on the steps, and you did. <laughs> uh huh. So here's a here's a bully Ray said. Uh-huh. Sending out that tweet three minutes after the segment ended was atrocious. Anything? Oh, okay, that makes sense. Okay, 
Whatever he's about to say, whatever he's about to say, because I have not seen this, what he's saying, right? Whatever that first quote, it it make she could have waited a little bit of time at least. Yeah, and it was taped, but I I think I know he comes from the the old kayfabe-ish kind of days. Yeah, okay, oh, kayfabe, no, yeah, okay. bully Ray old so, school as hell. Yeah, ain't, ain't from so, yeah. So I understand. Keep reading. Anything that WWE and those women tried to build up for that moment is now completely thrown out the window. Wrestlers thanking each other on social media and what we saw from Kyrie Zane last night, in my opinion, has absolutely no business in there. Now, who knows? Kyrie Zane may be down with wrestling and she she might not care anymore. Uh, you think that she did give a uh, damn about all those women. So apparently he, he is uh, not happy with the fact that Ka- Kyrie Zane, uh, you know. Makes, so it, it, but it makes sense though. That, that quote makes sense. Yeah. It, because, it, it does make sense though. Like, for example, when Sasha Banks, quote unquote, won the championship and Bailey pinned her, she didn't just post right then. And say, yeah, I'm a champion. She literally posted, I think she posted like a video. She was like, I'm trying to sneak out the building and, and take this championship with me or something like that. She did. Like, she still kind of, kind of keeps it kayfabe. Like, even in her character on Twitter, if somebody posts a picture of her or something, she'll mm-hmm. be in character. Or, you know, she'll kind of make it seem like it's something her character would say. Yeah. She gets beat up. She kind of waits till the next day to post or something, you know. Some people usually wait till the next day or wait till like two oh, or you, three hours later. Exactly, but she, three yeah. minutes. I was like to the point where, hold on, you don't understand something. We just seen you die. Like Oscar yeah. was coming out the trainer's room when that tweet went up, and it's like yeah. if that tweet went up, like what the, what the hell are you mad about? <laughs> what if? Where was Steve after he got his eye pushed in? Took a picture. Oh, with his mask on. Talk about what's up, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I just, now that puts it in perspective. It puts it in perspective. Like, yo, you, if you're going to be a wrestler, there's certain things for that in the business. Even though Kayfabe is dead, you can't do that. Yeah, you, we, we you, just you see your eye pop out. Quote, unquote. We just see your eye pop out. Now you're taking the picture with your mask. I'm talking about what's up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 there's some shit you can't do. And I. I, I I get what he's saying to uh you know to, to to do that also. So those ain't the only tweets that happened also. Did you hear about Excalibur? Oh, what did Excalibur say? Apparently the N word. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Are you talking about I think I know what you're talking about. The Excalibur okay. yes. Kevin yes. Owens yes. thing? Yes. Yes, 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 okay. So, should should, should I read the quote, or should I read, you know, or do you already know about this? Are you reading what he, what he said, or the word? Well, acor- according to... The, the, so, the, I'm listening. I was going to say, he, he, was at, he was at a show, and he was talking about how he was going to wrestle Kevin Owens. Now, it, I'm listening. I think, well... It is never okay to say that word. I understand that. Mm-hmm. But as a wrestler, you talk amongst each other. 
And you, and you want to know what's the quickest way to get heat? This is about 11 or 12, maybe 13 years ago. That word would get you heat if you're fighting a black person. Uh, I'm pretty sure both of them both of them apologized since then. They said it's a poor taste. You should never say that. But if you go, if, if you, that's like New Jack. What was New Jack going to say to get heat? Anything he said, right? Like anything, anything it takes to get heat, or because okay. this was this was like this was ten, eleven, twelve years ago. Though. So now, you know, Ricky Steamboat put out a quote and said, "There's two kinds of heat. There's good heat, then there's mm-hmm. cheap heat. Yes, that's cheap heat. Definitely now, all the way. So <clears throat> the thing is with that word, okay, because it's like." That is a very, you know, saying that as a word that has cost, as a word has cost so much pain to our people, and that is a word that continues to bring pain to our people, and that that is a word that unfortunately some of our people was the last word they heard before they died. Okay, so that's why you know, so you can't say it. But however, it's just like that's the cheap heat. Remember when Kurt Angle did a promo? And it was like, okay, this is what Curry was trying to do to get heat. Remember, Unforgiven 2005, he was just like, you know, if Jesus Christ was down here, I'll put him in the ankle, I'll snap his ankle. And he said, and he was just like, you know what? I'm also I'm, not, huh? I was, I was thinking of a whole different problem when you said Kurt Angle. I was thinking of him and Booker T. Uh, uh, the, the beastie, I want to have beastiality sex with your wife. Whoa, like that. <laughs> oh my god! No, yeah, I ain't talking about the bestiality it. sex pro. No, I'm not talking about that one. That was terrible. <laughs> no, but I'm talking about when. Uh, <laughs> but I'm, he was just like, you know what? Also, I'm not too fond of the black people. Yeah, that was his. I swear, he was trying so hard to get heat, and they still cheered. Yo, because that, that's what he was in that feud with John Cena, and they kept on cheering Kurt Angle, and he tried to get as so much heat as they can. You can get heat, oh, like, okay, I, I got heat bringing this up. It's, it's like this. You know, all right, all right. No, 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 I, I hate bringing this up, because if you're going to just drop the N-word, that is some cheap heat, because you already know. But see, that, that's the wrong kind of heat you want. Then... If you go over to the Triple H and Booker T, uh, WrestleMania 2003, WrestleMania 19, that whole few, the, the the quotation, people like you, uh-huh. it, it was like subliminally what I'm telling you is the way, it's kind of like, I'm going to get the heat without saying the word. Yeah. I, I'm going to get hit like that. If, if, if you're in the wrestling and you're trying to, you know, get the heat, and then you have the, the black person overcome and like really whoop your ass. Then that's you know, say so I guess that's what you gotta do. But I I just find it inappropriate. Period to bring up the n word to get that kind of heat because you don't want yeah, that because you don't it, it, even twelve years ago. Twelve years ago is two thousand and eight. Okay, even then you don't want that kind of heat. Some people, like, not some people, but you know, like, if you're a wrestler and nothing you're doing is working, the crowd is not reacting to anything you're saying, and you sit there and they go crazy, you feel like, you feel like you did your job because they go crazy, and you, you think any kind of heat is good, 
so I'm assuming that's what he was thinking at that time is any kind of heat that he got, uh, that it was good. And I'm sure him and his opponent, you know, he asked him if it's okay and all that. But, like, I, I still, there's no place for it. And they, they apologize since, and it's in bad taste. And it's not like they're, it's not like they're coming from a malicious place. So that's why I don't have a problem with it personally. If they apologize and everything, because it's not coming from a malicious place, they're not racist or anything. It's not so like, it, so you're saying it's not like a Hogan thing. Yeah, no, nah, it's not yeah. like he just saying it to be hateful. He's saying to get cheap heat and he's not meaning, meaning what he's saying. It's like, it's a lot of promos. Like, Kurt Angle, you really think he hates Jesus and he gonna really want to put him in the ankle lock? Or no. But, you know, he got, he got heat, you know? I'm about to say, um, as religious and as much black folks Kurt Angle dealt with, I seriously doubt <laughs> you know, it, it was because at the end of the promo, he said, what, "What I'm trying to say is, no matter what I say, I'm getting cheered by these people anyway." Yeah, and and I don't and even and care about. It. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so, so he, he he was he was just trying to get you know the, the, just the very because there's just cheap heat and there's a, there's a cheap oh, pop. Just a WWE storyline. They have Craig on TV say, "I'm not a fan of the black people," and then have him years later have a black son. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that, that, yeah, that's what I need. No, I just brought it because, like I said, it's the first, it's the first, the first I'm hearing about it. And like I said, obviously, you know, so you 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 were invested more than you know I am. Yeah, I, 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 I will, st- I will stay here. Look, Sorry. I want to say I will stay here and say though that there really is no place for that one. Yeah. No and, and like I said, I, I don't care. Well, I mean, like once again, if you you know you're acting and you got a movie line and you have to play that role, stuff like that. And I, I look, trust me, I've been watching wrestling for a long time, and I I know what goes in in wrestling. I know the storylines. I understand that I understand to get good heat and cheap heat and cheap pops. You know, what I'm saying and, and good pops stuff like that. I understand all that stuff. I just personally, just me personally, don't like the word period. I don't like the ER word. I don't like the A word. If you recognize when you on my podcast, I don't allow nobody to say that word. Well, I don't say it anyway. So. Exactly. So I, I'm not a fan of just the word in general. So when it's used, it always makes my skin crawl. And I understand, you know, saying you, you you may have got a connection. And you was like, hey, look, I'm going to talk to this person and stuff like that. It's just that to me, that word it's just never okay, depending no matter where it comes from, no matter what kind of slang you put on it, it's just never okay. And uh, and, and also, any other kind of racial sensitive things you call any other races, you know, like... Now, now that, that could have got hit, depending on where they at, they could have got cheered for it, so you know. D- depending on where they at, they could, you know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, if, if you like rural Alabama, like, yeah, okay. You, you, he's a new favorite wrestler. Exactly, yeah. You, you, you dealing with the ball game here. You know what I'm saying? If you like, you know, what I'm saying Jacksonville, Mississippi. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, hey, you know what I'm saying? You, you're dealing with a whole another another animal down there, but still, yeah. I just uh, well, a whole animal. I can't do that, AJ. I can't do that. Oh yeah. <laughs> Me, us down here in Gainesville, Georgia. You know. What I'm <laughs> Oh man! Uh, uh, so I uh, so, okay, so yeah, so uh, bringing all that stuff up, I think that's pretty much 
everything I had, I mean, there was not too much to say about Nia Jax because obviously the thing going on with Nia Jax right now is pure storyline, obviously. I, mean, I don't even know what, what's been going on with Nia Jax, to be honest with you. <laughs> Damn, well, um, remember, uh, if you saw Raw or even saw the highlights of Raw, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler got into a brawl. Uh-huh. And Nia Jax had pulled. There's this official guy that was there, and she pulled uh, his shirt off, but she botched it because his shirt got caught around his neck, and he couldn't oh, see. Okay. And she kept trying to pull it, and it wasn't working. So uh, the storyline is like WWE find her, and she gave them the middle finger. Uh, okay. And, well. and, and I'm just like, this is a clear storyline. So like, oh yeah. A clear storyline because you know they always want to take what Nia Jax does and they just want to turn it into you know a storyline opposed to actually making her you know learn from her mistakes. So, so is her is her character basically that she she's an unsafe wrestler? That's basically pretty much what it is. If that's the case, why why keep putting your other wrestlers in danger? <laughs> well, first of all, she she fucking with the right one. I'm just saying if, if she if she fucking with Shayna Baszler. Oh, yeah. Bays are going two piece or like Brock two piece Braun. Yeah, yeah, that, that. choke out for real. Exactly, like yeah, okay, don't don't you you keep you keep you keep fucking. You know what I'm saying? You may be big, but I I, I can chop him down. Like Shannon Baszler is a forty year old ex UFC fighter. Like okay, like there are certain people like they had a whole roundtable discussion about it. Like you wouldn't want to fuck with, even though they carried something different. And uh, you know, uh, huh? No, nah, I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm listening. Oh yeah, because obviously one of those people was um Ming. Uh, what was yeah, he? yes, yeah. Haku, yes. Ha- Haku. Yeah, you don't. There's a, you just yeah. don't fuck with that guy. And okay. so I was. Uh, I was ahead. listening to the Pat McAfee show. I was oh. listening to the Pat McAfee show, and it was like, if Earth is invaded by aliens or any kind of other species other than humans, I think probably that's gonna be the one that fight them all off. And then when I was thinking, he was like, "What other human that you know can do the stuff that he did?" And I was like, "You got a point." I think Brian Lesnar will be that will be the guy that we call on if we have an alien invasion. Yeah, I I agree. He start tossing cars and shit at him. Everything. <laughs> Car doors don't get fucked. Tossing shots at him. He said, "Doing around like the same words like he'll fold them people up right right in hand." Don't give a fuck. Oh man. Don't give a fuck. Yeah, I. I I'll send Brock to do it, uh, but yeah. But when it comes like the tough people, like uh, obviously Haku, Steve Blackman, yeah. I heard people you you don't fuck. Like I heard he and took Big Show down with took so uh, with, with a drop toe hole. Dino uh, uh-huh. Brown said you should be scared to see what Steve Blackman can do with a spoon. I'm like, no, thank uh-huh. you. Ken was before his time. I heard you don't fuck with Shelton Benjamin too much, neither. Not, don't mess with his video games. Not him, really. It's video games you don't, you don't touch. Unless oh. he invites you. Oh, okay. oh, then he's uh he's some serious, huh? With the video game. Yeah, yeah. yeah he went. He he tells stories on up up down down about about those when people be trying to used to come and try to mess with him or take his games and stuff. Uh huh. I seen like some of JB other dude. Look at this kid playing video games. Look at you. I'm, have, you, have you seen how freakishly athletic 
Sean Benjamin is. And first of all, that man helped train Brock. People keep forgetting that. People keep forgetting that Shelton Benjamin helped train Brock Lesnar. Minnesota stretching crew. Exactly. It's like, yo. Don't look that up on Google, people. Yeah, bro, don't fuck with that man. You know what I'm saying? So there's some people that she don't mess with. And and I'm like, look, nah, you're going to do all that... You him and hauling, and just like Strowman was bigger than Lesnar too. He gave him that that stiff knee, and Brock, and Brock said, "Hold on, sit down." <laughs> he had that man stumble. He said, "Sit Slow down." Man. Yeah, looks uh, like that story. I'm Shane McMahon and Chris Jericho. <laughs> Which one was Shane McMahon and Chris Jericho? I missed it. Oh, uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The the pillow punches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was like, "All right, slow down, man." Yeah, he, he, he came up the top rope and like I think he gave him a black eye. He busted him in the nose or so. Uh-huh. And so. He said I just took him to the corner and I just pushed him right in the face. Slow down, man. Yeah. <laughs> Look, oh, Jericho ain't nothing to fuck with either because I said sense. Jericho took down Goldberg in the crossface backstage. Yeah, he almost he almost fought Brock too. Yeah. Uh, I said, he, he said with, with Brock said, are you gonna fight me or kiss me? Yeah, yeah. He's like kiss me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So Jericho ain't gonna back down from nothing either. Cause he, that's when he, that's when he uh, bloodied up Randy Orton back uh, at SummerSlam. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, I definitely do remember that. So, uh, but yeah. So it looks like it is now time to go into the Wednesday Night War. So, without further ado, let's get into that. Welcome back to the Wednesday Night War. So. We have NXT taking on AEW. A lot of things going on as uh, Keith Lee calls out Karrion Cross, And then we have another triple third match. He's going to go into that North American Championship ladder match. But then on the AEW side, we have a special somebody that's making their debut at AEW. And we have a damn good promo by MJF. So let's, let's break down each show, shall we? So starting off with a- NXT, uh, we start off the show... We have a tag team match player, the NXT Women's Champion, Io Shirai and Tegan Knox, taking on Candice LeRae and Dakota Kai. First question, when the hell did Io Shirai become a face? Uh, whenever she's fighting somebody that's a good guy, bad guy. I'm about to say, because I love, the, the reason why I love Io Shirai so much is because she became a heel. I think she was like an anti, especially when, when Sasha and Bailey came, she was definitely a face. Yeah. So I guess whenever she told them that this is my NXT, I guess she automatically became a face. I don't, I don't know. Uh huh. Uh, the captain team kicked. She tried to uh, try to stop Yusharai's moonsault, and then Candice LeRae uh, tagged herself in, where she got a little six one nine in her back, and then she got some moonsault, and then they and the win. Oh, then uh, uh, Knox came in there with the Chinese wizard to her back. Which that's probably the best it looked since she started, and then uh, sure. and then it gives the moonsault, gives them the win. So, a good tag team matchup. Obviously, I think Dakota Kai is next in line to get an NXT Women's Championship shot. I'm thinking. Yeah. So, Johnny Gargano taking on Roderick Strong. In in my personal opinion, for NXT, the match of the night. Uh, these two had a great match. I don't even know where this match came from, to be honest with you, but it just happened. And these two were kind of like reversing. It's like they, they were spamming the R two button or the triangle button in two K, and it was it was great to see. 
as they was going back and forth, and then the Messiah, the backbreakers, as they, as Rashad was called, giving their backbreakers to uh, Johnny Gargano. But Johnny Gargano had uh, kicked him in the knee, and then hits the one final beat DDT for the win over Roderick Strong. Great match of bodies too. I thought this was the match of the night, in my personal opinion. Okay. Okay. Uh, Mercedes Martinez, now part of the Robert Stone brand, is taking on Shazi Blackheart. And uh, like I said, I agree with you. I, I'm like a Shazi Blackheart myself. And uh, Mercedes Martinez in there. I mean, I remember Mercedes Martinez when she was part of WEW. And yes. Oh, God. That's a long time. a long time ago. And I actually did a episode that well, What's Best for Business. Shh, don't worry. We're working on that right now. So, um uh, Hopefully to get, I want to get that back up and running. You know what I'm saying, Brian? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the, the match is pretty good. Uh, Mercedes Martinez hits that uh, was it an air raid crash for the win over Shazi Blackheart, and then uh, so she's a good. Huh? Also took it. Shazi also took a a nasty bump, a nasty German suplex from the top rope to the to the floor, not to the floor but to the mat. I'm about to say because Shazi do. It's like it's like she is like the woman Darby Allen. Like Pretty much. She, she come in there and she's like, I'm gonna see how I can kill myself today. Nah, I don't think I don't think she can top that one time. I don't think she can top that. You told her the you told her the other rose to, to hit so the, the chairs. chairs. Yes. Uh, yes. I thought she did when she did that coffin drop on the floor and they didn't catch her. Oh oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. That hurt. So but but between them two. Uh, Keith Lee is obviously mad at what happened to Apollo Creed. I'm, excuse, excuse me, Dominic dodged COVID last week. This is what I want. So he calls out Karrion Cross, but then your boy comes up, uh, Cameron Grimes, and talk about some. He's going to take the limitless one to the limit, and he's going to win the NXT. And everybody laughed. And he caught a win the NXT championship and go straight to the moon. So uh Keith Lee was just like being pissed the whole time. As soon as he came to the ring, he choked this man out, beat the beat the crap out of him, splash him in the corner, and then we see Scarlet at the top. And she's up there and she's just look staring down Keith Lee. And then Cameron Grimes tries to come back again, but he gets a spirit bomb and he pops off the shit out of Cameron Grimes. Then all you see is the eyes of Karrion Cross demanding a championship shot for Keith Lee's NXT Championship. And Keith Lee, not scared, not backing down at all, said, you pick the time and you pick the place. But Commissioner Regal said he will not be bullied into making championship matches like anything in NXT. You're going to have to earn it. So obviously he's going to probably make a triple threat, fatal four-way, battle world, whatever the case may be. And the winner will face Keith Lee at NXT TakeOver and the winner will be Karrion Cross. so that's basically what you're going to have there uh, did you enjoy seeing your boy get beat up yeah always every time it's a good time so yeah every time it's a good I do agree with that as well uh, tag team champions Imperium take on Ever. I hate the name Everrise yep. I hate it I, I, it's, it's like, like high risk. It, it's you know what look there are a couple of names I don't like. Like, first of all, have you ever heard of the indie tag team called, um, oh, God, what's their names? What's their names? Uh, damn it, I forgot. Uh, was it, It's not High Energy. What is, I forgot what their name is. It's, it's going to come to me. But there's another, there's another, high another. Energy. High Voltage? Is it High Voltage? I don't, I don't, it's a black and a white guy. I don't know. 
no. Oh, like, so, okay. But there is a black and a white guy tag team that I do not like the name of it at all, or them period in the indies called Milk Chocolate. You ever heard of them? Uh, no, I'm glad I haven't. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's dumb, and I'm just like, Ever Rise is on that level when it comes to like you know uh, uh to, 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 to to milk chocolate for me. But Aperium, you know, beat the shit out uh, Ever Rise, and then after that, uh, Unspeed Area comes down. They give them a don't beat a mess in South Central while drinking juice in the hood. Stop out. And uh, it's Super King gonna t- take over. So hopefully we get our Walter versus uh, Adam Cole matchup that we never got. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure they're building to this whole Imperium versus UE storyline. But yeah, no, nah, seriously. Yep. Yeah. Uh, my man. Either one will be fine with me. Like if they decide Roddick is gonna be the singles guy for a while, the main singles guy, Adam Cole kind of just there as the manager. So I don't. Know. But any one of those guys versus Walter. We'll be as long as it comes to the main roster, but according to Scott Hall, what he told me is, yeah, man, he needs to come up to the main roster. That's where the money is at. Yes. Yeah, he also said that the work, uh, smart was the work. So, <laughs> uh, we got Jake Atlas taking on my man Isaiah Swerve Scott. Good, good match about these two. Isaiah gives him a super kick. He falls and hangs his foot on the ropes, and he gives him the last call on the outside of his head. Then comes back and gives him uh, that JML driver, which is just very, very dangerous. We don't take it right. But Swerve Scott picks up the win here, so I can see him getting a cruiserweight championship opportunity against uh, Pablo Escobar at um, Takeover. Pablo Escobar. My bad. I did. I did say that. Santos Escobar. <laughs> Santos Escobar. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that one. Dexter Loomis uh, in a triple third match takes up Timothy Thatcher and Finn Balor and the winner gets a spot in the North American title ladder match. Uh, Dexter Loomis challenges in a ricochet but touches the rope unfortunately and um, does a flip outside the rope. Huh? Still impressive. Yes. So still impressive, yeah. And lands on his feet, and they both look shot. Yo, I always did look at that ricochet clip, and then Timothy Thatcher. I'm like, yo, can you imagine if they had just like st- their foot caught that top, top rope? <laughs> if their foot caught the top rope, and they this shit is live. I don't even want to think about that. That's embarrassing for one. You're gonna be hurting for two. <laughs> now, now, it it, it would have hurt. It, it would have been embarrassing more so. <laughs> for Timothy Thatcher but if that shit happened to damn that shit happened to Ricochet and it's like oh oh shit <laughs> Ricochet when, when oh my god oh if it's funny call that draw and he just like back led that they would have canceled that match immediately <laughs> <laughs> Ricochet is unable to compete to take them home <laughs> like yo don't ever do that shit again you know what I'm saying like you had to get that shit right on the first try you know what I'm saying uh, there is no redos, but uh, good trip with that match by the uh, by these two. Uh, Dexter Loomis looks very impressive. You can tell, and they put a, they put a uh, thing with his back. Um, uh, Timothy Thatcher has uh, a, a cover over uh, Dexter Loomis. He gets coup de gras for the top by Finn Balor, who goes for the cover and he breaks it up. He goes and puts the, uh, Finn Balor in an ankle lock, and then uh, with his arms looking like it's from SmackDown versus Raw 2007, and then as he sits down. Uh, Dexter Loomis gives him that crazy stare and puts him in his uh, uh, submission and chokes out Timothy Thatcher and Dexter Loomis is going to the ladder match 
because uh, Timothy Thatcher was supposed to be the one that chokes everybody else out, but he gets choked out. He's supposed to be the one that teaches the school on how to get out of submissions, but yet he can't get out of a submission. Exactly. I'm trying to think he's a fraud. Oh, here, oh, here you go. Here, here, here you go. So, uh, that was NXT. I, I, huh? I was going to say, yeah, I like the match though. I, I like how they're trying to do all new people, like, in general, to, to get these title shots. Like, when they first said title shot, I thought it was going to be, like, Finn Balor and Gargano and somebody else in the yeah. ladder match. But no, but, you are trying to build new stars. Yeah, I like it. You know, some, somebody else should, should, you know, should be watching out how to do, but you know, I mean, yeah, you, you, they just they just they just take the new stars that other people make it. You know, you're uh, right. Make it worse. Anyways, um, AEW. Time to go to AEW Dynamite. Uh, we got Jim Ross and Taz, like old school days back in 2002 and stuff like that, when uh, they was on commentary together. So now, uh, <laughs> or oh, he said, huh? Um, we get we start we start off with the five man tag team match player in a circle, the demo guy. Uh, Chris Jericho, which is not, he's not live champion no more. Uh, Sammy Guevara, Jake Hager, and Santana and Ortiz. If for, this man keeps changing his nicknames, he's going to have like 30 different shirts. You're right. Every, about, every, every time something happens, he comes up with a new catchphrase for that to be his nickname. Shirts are going to sell. Yep, and I'm going to buy it. First is Fresh Squeeze, Orange Cassidy, Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, and The Best Friends. As you already know, shit hits the complete fan on this matchup here. Back and forth action. Everybody's taking everybody out. Sammy Guevara comes in there and is working on the Luchasaurus. He tried to go for a choke slam. He kick, he kicks out of it. And then he goes to the top rope. But then Matthew, Matt Hardy comes out and pushes him off the top rope into a choke slam by Luchasaurus. And then he gives, Luchasaurus gives him that little turnaround Leo Rush kind of kick and knocks out Guevara and picks up the win here. So, um, we're going to hear more about that, is that one thing? Did that bother you? What? My Luchasaurus that out of all the moves he can do, his his, his finishing is like a kick, like a, a yeah, spinning around kick. Yeah, I'm like, first of all, it's like for somebody named the Luchasaurus with the intimidating look he has, I'm I'm proud that a big man can do that kind of move, but that should not be his finishing move. His finishing move should look way more impactful than that. It should be like a choke slam because he's like seven feet tall. Exactly. Either a choke slam, even though we see he's like six six four. Yeah, or, or, or yeah, or even he could do like like a great colleague double hand choke slam power bomb combination. Yeah. Some yeah. something impactful for being a big guy. But I I, I digress because you know what do I know? Um. Uh. So uh, up next we have the uh. TNT title, the American Nightmare, taking on the uh, War Horse. War Horse. Wow. Well, um, Cody got this way better on this. You know, honestly, if they said next week Cody was fighting, uh, oh my God, what's his name? I forgot it already. What is it? Oh my God. Matt Carden? No, uh, I gotta look this up real quick, real quick. Very good, because, uh... Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Hold on. What's his name? What's this dude? Superhuman. Superhuman. Oh, okay. I would not be surprised if they said next week he's going to fight Superhuman. Or, or, one of your favorites, Master Leroy. 
No, thank I you. Be, I would not be surprised. No, thank you. No, thank you at all. So, uh, everybody keeps talking about the war horse thing and how to kind of simulate the ultimate warrior type thing. I'm not feeling it. But uh, this matchup to me was actually kind of boring from a, a regular Cody it's, matchup. And yeah, it's so because like I I I've been hearing a lot about war horse. I know people love war horse. I think war horse usually is in GCW and they kind of just do whatever they want there, like as far as like jumping off of stuff. I think he's a good wrestler now, but I don't. I, I never seen him actually like wrestle. But I know a lot of people know who he is, and a lot of people have been asking AEW to bring him in. So I think that's just what they did. You know. I mean, probably so. I mean, I I I'm not mad at it. Um. So that happens, and then uh, Cody pins. Not excuse me. Uh, makes Warriors tap out with the figure four leg lock. Then we get some Dark Order clowns. So, that, is that his finisher now? Or? I hope it's not. Just go back to the crossroads. <laughs> but, you, know, but just, you know what? I'm going to put you in the figure four and I'm going to make you. I'm going to pin you. Oh, God. Don't, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that ever again. Ever again. Sean Spears is the only one to take that. Uh, so, Dark Order starts being a Cody. Then Arnes is like, I'm going to give you the spine buster, like for real. But then all of a sudden, Matt Cardin, a.k.a. Zack Ryder, comes out and gives the high rise to both basically Alex Reynolds and the little pit boy underneath the... Uh, I, I think now it's called the Radio Silence, I think. Oh, that sounds worse. <laughs> only, because, only because he took a picture of him like in the air doing it, and he just put Radio Silence. I'm sorry, the best one ever take the, take the high rider was Dolph Ziggler. I didn't like the way he took it. What dogs are gonna pop the fuck? I'm like, I'm like yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, that's I'm you really gonna do all that for Zack Ryder? Hey, it's the move, not the guy. I guess that's so, that's, that's like that's like every time somebody gives Rikishi any type of clothes, like he does that flip bump. Exactly. I'm like, <laughs> this, this is Billy Gunn doing a flip bump, not uh, Brock Lesnar doing a flip uh, doing the clothesline. Uh huh. Yeah, you... Like is that so? If he does that to every clothesline, you tell me if Zach Yawa wants to give him a clothesline, he does the flip bump. Uh, I, 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 you know, you got a good point there. Yeah, everybody, yeah. Don't, everybody don't need, everybody don't need to eat the flip bump bump. Uh, Tony Schiavone. Just me. I, so yeah. For so, a while, I loved his, I loved Dolph selling, but then I was like, some moves, I was like, okay, that's just too much. Like a regular, a regular monkey flip by like Kofi or Evan Bourne, and he flipped like three times. <laughs> <laughs> that should be great. Uh, Tony Shavai is on the ramp. The next pay-per-view was all out. And then he it, Jericho comes out with the same orange juice stain jacket. And he says, look, August 12th, he's challenging um, uh, Orange Cassidy to a, a, a rematch. Yes, he is. But then next week, he's going to challenge him to a debate. And then also, Sammy Guevara is a little pissed off about Matt Hardy, saying, Matt Hardy, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you, 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 you screwed my match up. Uh, my first match back here, you son of a bitch. He said, Sammy, say that in Spanish. Uh, what do you say? Son of El Bitch. Son of El Bitch. <laughs> 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 that shit's hilarious to me. So, um, they're going to hang out with a debate with Orange Cassidy with a special guest moderator. It's not going to be Tyson. So, I'm curious. Who do you think, who do you think it's going to be? <sighs> I've been hearing rumblings. So it's like I got a couple names, so I think it could be. I, I, I'm trying to think if it's going to be a wrestler or like a manager. I think it's going to be a manager or yeah. a personality. Can it be Taylor Long? Nah, player. 
<laughs> no, that'll be great. Now, I need anybody to hold on now, player. Now, Jericho, you're going to get it, but you're going to have to say it in a minute, player. Now, Orange Cassidy, come on, dog. You got to take them glasses off. You're going to have to speak. You hear what I'm saying? Now, you know, you know what, Jericho? You're going to go one-on-one? Or the Undertaker? Nah, you know, who's somebody like, remember this? Lance Archer. You're going to go one-on-one with Lance Archer. Something like that. So, who do you think is going to be, though? Who I think it could be? When they initially announced it, I was thinking like a, I don't know, like a Kurt Angle or a, um, or, you know, somebody up in the office, like a, I don't know. But, but the rumors I have been hearing, these are just rumors. I've been hearing Eric Bishop. Oh, God. Moving on. (laughs) Moving on. Uh, Uh, just real quick. Because I don't know if you're going to get into this. I don't even know if this is written because it's like five seconds long. Literally. The Deadly Draw. Isn't that what they call it? They tournament, right? The one man's tournament? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. The Deadly Draw. Literally, they have to draw uh, chips for the Tazzy partners. Are you talking Nala, so, are you talking Nala Rose's partner? Yeah. And how they was looking at her all weird when she was doing the promo? <laughs> yeah, because like... Uh... Apparently, you can't, like, you can't pick your own partner. You can't say, like, I want to work with this person. You go and you pick a color or you pick a whatever, and whoever gets that color is your partner. And uh, Nyla was like, all right, well, I don't care who my partner is because we're going to win anyway. And then Joshua was like, well, somebody already picked that one. And then here it comes, because we don't see her. We see the back of her head. She comes in and says... So five, this is like five seconds long. I'm back. Looks like the camera. Girl, hi. And then walks off. Mm. And for one, it was weird. It was... I don't think that's the way you should have debuted anybody. Not even Cameron or Ariana, Ari, whatever her name is. But... Um, I, don't, I don't think that was a good move. But that's just me personally. No. I don't even know if she's improved. She could have improved in the last couple of years, so maybe that's just me being ignorant. Yeah, so. probably in looks, but not the way <laughs> that probably in that. Uh, we have FTR uh, with Toy Shivani and AEW lawyers signing the contract. You know, uh, this is this is weird to me too. Huh? Because this was weird to me too. Because they had a lawyer there, and they had Arn Anderson there. Mm-hmm. And he was looking over the contract like he was the lawyer. Yeah. He's like, all right, do y'all, do y'all get y'all bonus here? Okay, y'all got your bonus. Do y'all get a, uh, it's like a, they had a special rule or something. Like a, do y'all get the, the tag rope? Okay, we got a tag rope 10 rule here. We got a no one is allowed to go on the top rope move here. I'm like, was well, he the lawyer or not? It, well, I mean, might as well, because Arnie has to do everything else in AEW, right? <laughs> So, but, but uh, I forgot what they had like some some rule they had on their contract where they had to fight somebody. I forgot, but what, they'll what, be fighting somebody. There will be a tag team appreciation night with FTR yes. hosting. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Tag team appreciation night, and uh, it was like, is that in our contracts too? They was like, yep, you're gonna be hosting it the week after next, so in three weeks or whatever. Yeah, well, they he signed the contract and uh, Hangman comes so, in. So just real quick, if all most of the tag teams are in 
you know, our WWE taxes, who are they going to appreciate? Tully and R? And who else? The uh, Rock and Roll Express? That's a good question. Or are they just going to be heels and say, we're just going to appreciate us? Yep, I can see them saying that because most of the good tattoos are in WWE. Oh, Road Wars. Not really. <laughs> Demolition. I guess, but Dudley Boys. That's one. Well, no, Devon still works for them though, so I don't know how that. How that. I mean, Hardys, you never know. So. Well, yeah. <laughs> all yeah. right, we'll see. We'll see. But Hangman comes in there and then pours drinks on FTR to celebrate the contract signing for them pouring, obviously drinks on Kenny Omega. So, but but speaking of those, we have a tag team matchup player. Of Kenny Omega and Hangman Page taking on the Dark Order, Evil Uno and Stu Grayson. Oh my God, I hate the way Evil Uno's look. He first of all, it's just like he just looks like some regular old fat guy wrestling. He got no tone definition, got no muscle mass. His costume sucks. Oh wait a minute, I, I'm having a call from my man Christopher Daniels. The Dark Order sucks, and they always will. And speaking of Christopher Daniels, where have they been? I don't know. It's a good question. And also, Scorpio Sky, and all I see on Dark Scorpio Sky on AEW Dark. Yeah, what else about SCU? And on top of that, did these these, these Shark Boy Dark Order matches not working for me? I don't think they're supposed to. Yeah, well, that Evil Uno gets the whole uh, V trigger and uh, a buckshot combo, and then the last call, last call, yeah. So then Mr. Brody Lee comes out pissed off with his maroon suit, has a stack of papers, throws a right evil Uno's face. And uh, he said, I love that they're integrating stuff from BTE on the show. Yeah. He said, oh, you think that's funny? And he says, well, look, we got strength in numbers. So all these other uh, Dark Order hey, jobbers come out. Like and, just real quick, though. Uh-huh. I, I, I kind of see, I kind of, I think I see what they're doing with Colt Cabana. Explain that to me. Because... Every time they're about to do something bad, they escort him to the back. So I don't think he quote unquote sees what they're doing behind his back. Gotcha. Like when they call him a coat, he doesn't see the coat part. He only sees the inner ring part, then they lead him to the back. So he don't see them trying to beat jump these people. Or he mm-hmm. don't see them being quote unquote healers. Yeah, you you're right. That's a good point. I didn't even think about that. That's a good point. Cause I, I didn't notice it until I was like why is he leading Cole Cabana to the back while they about to fight? You know. Yeah, so I, maybe I, that could maybe I, that could be it. Like maybe Cole Cabana thinks they're a good group, and he's just like naive, and he doesn't, you know, he's not aware of his surroundings. I actually like that storyline, and this is AEW, so we can mention that word. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, so the young bucks and everything, FTR come down, beat beat the crap out of the Dark Order again because. Dark Order sucks. And I will never not love that video Christopher Daniels did. That one was great. That was a great PSA. Britt Breaker tells Big Swole that she will have a shot at her only if she can defeat an opponent of Baker's choice. Sure, sure. Let me read my... Yeah, so... Uh, we, we, we... Which I wouldn't mind. You're right. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have Hikaru Shida taking on Diamante. Did I say it right? Yeah, thank you, Lord. Okay, uh, the, the time was out on the line, and like the match was kind of boring to me. Diamante still has work left to be done. Uh, 
the conscience. Yeah, I think they should, no offense to her or even least, I think they should have saved both of them for a dark and had a car fight like a, somebody else. But I think everybody else is in storyline, so maybe not. You were right. Like some actual people on the actual show. Mm-hmm. Like, like, mm-hmm. uh, Britt Baker, Swole, Penelope was just out of a field with her, so I went for her against her. Uh, Nyla Rose is kind of doing her thing at the moment. So I guess they could have put against M- MJ Jenkins. She was there last week. Maybe. You're right. Um, she puts, she hits the Falcon Zero Diamante, she kicks out. Then hits her low, her knees to the face, and then pins Diamante for the for the win. Uh, MJF is out with Warlord to give his state of the industry address. This promo is the best I've heard. Well, MJF is a good promo, but the best I've heard all year. Both shows. This thing was excellent, excellent, and you know he he, he gave vibes. He was actually. It kind of like he was borderline doing our president a little bit and hitting on things that things would say about what's going on, but throwing Moxley in the, in the way about, you know, being a champion and being a hypocrite and coming from the land of, you know, Titans, brother, you know, say all that kind of stuff like that. I like all those little sudden eonces that he was putting in the promo. It, it was yeah, a really good. You guys said, say what? That's a Stone Cold fact. That's a Stone Cold fact. And we, and it, I like the whole uh, MJF uh, campaign of hashtag We Deserve Better. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I, I like the whole thing. I'm like, huh? I could get behind this because at first, like, it's worth going back and watching the whole promo. Mm-hmm. It really is. It really is worth going back and watching the whole promo. And uh, so he, he 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 wants to uh, have a title match him at All Out. So because uh, he is undefeated. So that's I mean, a spoiler alert. That's a spoiler yeah. alert. Um, no, it's not a spoiler alert for real. I'm just saying. Oh, okay. But yeah, I think he'll lose. Though. Oh yeah, he'll he'll lose, but it'll be a good matchup though. Especially a good 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 build up. I, I don't think he becomes a champion until like three years down, two or three years down the line. Yeah, you, you got you got to build up a little bit more. You know, what I'm saying because he's like he's like 23. They got people that are like 50 and 40 and 30 that that probably. You know, don't got that much longer. They're still at the top of the car, so you know. You're right. But to be honest with you, I don't, I don't think Cody got 10 years left. No, he don't. Not at 50. I don't think Cody going to be at 50 wrestling. He might, but you know. Yeah, he shouldn't be, though. Uh, and then again, I didn't I didn't know Cody was 40 until like a couple days ago, so. Yes, he's he's uh, he looks good, but uh, he's 40. Yeah, just like Brandy. I thought Brandy was like in her early 30s. She's 40. Yeah, and looks great. Yes. <laughs> it looks great. No disqualification tornado tag team matchup player for uh, Moxley and Darby Allin, who's, who's not concussed, taking on Brian Cage and Ricky Starks. He so probably, Rick, he probably was. You never know. You, you know what? You're right. He crazy as hell, too. So, um, Darby's music plays that, you know, uh, he, he never comes out. Moxley comes out to the ring by himself. Taz is backstage with Cage. He starts to cut a little promo about the, what they're going to do to them tonight. As they come out, Coffin drop from the top as uh, Darby Allin takes out both Cage and Ricky Starks. And we are all over the place again. So, uh, everybody's getting beat down. 
we got a trash can in here. Moxley gets spine busted on a trash can, and yeah. and then um, they go and on, on Brian Cage and hit a paradigm shift slash coffin drop, which is a very unique move, and take out Brian Cage. Uh, hey, for us, look, I'm not gonna lie to you. At, at first, I was like, "Oh, he's gonna lose to that move," but then, then I was like, "It's kind of too early for him to like kick, not kick out, but like." That's uh both of their finishers in one. So I was like, maybe, maybe he might two. not kick out because it's both of their finishers in one. But yeah, that was that's was nice. If they ever become a tag team, yeah, that would be nice. But so, but Cage rolls outside the ring, which leaves Ricky Starks. So then, uh, Darby goes and gets the uh the the skateboard with the with the thump with the thumbtacks, and I'm like, they trying to see this draw. This draw gonna be crazy. Ricky starts in the ring. Yeah, Ricky starts in the ring. And then he tries to he tries to attack Darby Allen, but then uh, Cage grabs his leg. But then Moxie puts Cage with the injured bicep into the arm bar to take out Cage. And then Darby Allen goes and gives him a top rope skateboard drop right across the back with the thumbtacks. Oh my god! I hey, have he no move after that either. No, he he, he just pins <laughs> he him. He pins like, him and wins. <laughs> In reality, though, he wasn't knocked out. You know, usually they be quote unquote knocked out. Yeah, he wasn't knocked out. He was like, "Nah, I'm done. I'm, I'm quit." Uh, the like, only I have not seen a man's back bleed like that from a thumbtack spot ever. Yeah, it it, it really it really like bust him up. And that, now once again, I've seen blood. Like I've seen Randy Orton bleed when he got we took that RKO botch into the into the uh, thumbtacks. I see Edge. Sometimes it'll be like one or two drops, or a couple of drops, though. Yeah, I've he, seen. This is like uh, Ric Flair. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. Ric Flair was rolling around in it. You know what I'm saying? Like, ouch. Uh, but yeah, so I, I've seen a lot of no tech spots, and yes, there, there is blood. That's a legit thing. But the one like that, I'm like, oh, the last time I remember seeing something like that was remember, remember when RVD and Hardcore Holly had that Hardcore match on ECW? And oh, that, yeah. And then Woods yeah. split his back, yeah. and that oh. black. Yeah. Oh, man. oh my god. D- yeah, that was that was oh that was bad. They put their bodies, their careers, and their lives on the line. <laughs> That's yeah. all I can think about when I see that. <laughs> that, that was that opening right there. But uh they so spent years training. Yeah, oh god. Oh, I forgot I forgot what come after that. Yeah, I know it. Yeah. We see we see Voldemort crash to the announce table. But anyway, <laughs> uh <laughs> Um. After, so what happens is this is uh that's the end. But Mox uh Darby Allen challenges Moxley for his championship next week. So that's AEW. So who won for the week? NXT or AEW? I would say AEW. AEW Dynamite wins hands down for me. MJF promo was was great. Main event was mm-hmm. good. Five man yeah. tag t- 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 ten man tag match was pretty the dope. Ten man tag match was solid, but I. I they made a twelve man tag team match for next week. I don't want to see that. Wow, that is too many people. Like I love the elite. I love uh, FTR. But I don't want to see no twelve man tag team match because it's, it's going to break down and go all over the fuck. But it's going to be hard to even take note of that matchup. Right. And NXT yeah. has some good stuff, but it still didn't. It couldn't compete with AEW. This yeah. Week. So, uh, you guys, you know, say post down in the comments. If you listen to this part on YouTube, uh, which, which part you like. But now it's time to end the No Gimmick Scene of Wrestling Podcast. Thank you guys for joining us. This week, like I said, it's a more shorter episode than we had 
<clears throat> before. So make sure you guys check out spacesphilly.com, the plush club we're a part of. Check out the Lulu Pop, Lulu Pop Horror Show, Both Sides, and the Market Dark Show. Great content they have over there for Spaces Philly, the black culture. And make sure you check out the Nerd Coalition stuff over there, the No Gimmick Seated Wrestling Podcast, the Nerd Gas with Talk Podcast, Turntable, Super Culture and Beyond, and Drunk Thoughts, Sober Tongues. Check out all of us on all the podcasts, have Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, uh, Stitcher. And check us out also on um, uh, YouTube Premium. And make sure you guys uh, check out the TheRealNerdCoalition.com where you guys can get all your Nerd Coalition merch as well, such as the, the, the Nerd Coalition Shazam logo, which is the Nerd Coalition Studios logo now. And make sure you get your, your Classic NC logo. And make sure you also get your... Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Make sure you also get... Uh, uh, the No Game of the Wrestling Podcast shirts. And check out the War Drum on there. Q-Flow's album is on there. I forgot to mention that earlier, but uh, his album is on there. And uh, make sure you check out the Prime Nostalgia Podcast where he's doing interviewing the, all that cast throughout the week. Some old, some new. So make sure you check out the Prime Nostalgia Podcast. Stay tuned for a lot of great things coming to NC Level Up and NC Studios, what we got coming for you guys, because we're bringing back some series. We just we're working very, very hard, to, you know, to get back on track with, with a lot of things. So uh, that's it for us, Prime Time. So uh, once again, this is NC a place to be. Church Mercedes, were you gonna say something? Nah, I'm not gonna say it this time. I I'll leave it out of. It. I can say all right, John. Okay, I'm, 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 I'm sorry. I mean, but you know, she is kind of sleep though. But the, uh, not Deion Sanders for Prime Time. Alright, y'all. Oh, dang, he ain't gonna do it. Okay, hey, did. Nah, I ain't gonna do it for you, nah. Okay. Hey, <laughs> QFlow, wherever you at, which is probably work, take us out. Orgasm to your ears, welcome to the show We don't need any gimmicks, you already know So sit back, relax, and hit the like button Go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming Swag on trivia and prompts top five Either way it's fun and you're hearing it live Join with your host, Mr. A&E Yeah, you know it's the place to be, it's NC Here at Mountain Dew, it's easy to tell who really loves the outdoors. For one thing, there's the rack on your car and the hitch on the back of your truck. There's your garage full of toys, from dirt bikes to wakeboards. And there's your cooler full of Mountain Dew. Always at the ready. Because when it's time to get out there, you know, climb into your deer stand or your fishing boat, a cooler of ice-cold Mountain Dew, that's as important a piece of outdoor gear as your spinning rod or your four-wheeler. Mountain Dew. Get out and do.